Sick. Hello, welcome to the Black Mind Games Podcast, episode 405. We don't know what happened in the last one, last last week. Something happened. Some demons, demons, got into the computers. And, um, well, shit happened. And the episode kind of disappeared. But if you listened long enough, the episode was right there and very easy to listen to. It was something weird. Something weird happened, Ben. I don't, I don't know. Ben's here. Uh, yeah. Great. Good to yeah, know. We, yeah, weird things happened, okay? It wasn't totally me, the editor, fucking with people and putting demonic chipmunks in there and just fucking with people. Yeah. I'll play that for a second. Yeah. Unfortunately, though, Josh isn't here this week, Ben. We, I know. Yeah. He he decided he wanted to try skydiving. And he skydived out of a plane. And he accidentally landed on his uh, ISP's telephone pole and took out his internet. And I said, Josh, this is rather a convenient story. But he said, nope, nope, here's photos. And uh, yeah, it's uh, he, he somehow destroyed those entire telephone poles. They're gone. I don't know what happened, but it looks like a fucking cannon went off. So said uh, we have Ben here. Hi, Ben. Hello. Yeah. And uh, we got some shit to talk about, um, like the Nintendo Direct. Oh, that and happened? Okay. Yeah, yes, Nintendo Direct happened. Uh, F-Zero 99 got announced. And uh, other games got... No Metroid Prime 4 stuff got announced. So we're all still disappointed. Um, they don't give a shit about Metroid. I mean, come on. I give a shit about Metroid. I know you do, but they don't. I... Uh, How long has princess- it been to say you bothered to do anything with Metroid? Far too long? Two weeks? No. When did Dread come out? I think it's been about for about a year. <laughs> That's a good game. More people need to play Dread. Uh, 21. So. Uh, two years. And then I think the Prime remake came out last year. Which I also know. Cool. And yeah, so so those games are are they've been doing shit with Metroid, my dude. They've been doing shit with Metroid. Let Tell me tell you. Off. Yeah, yeah. Finally, now they just need to do something with F Zero, which they did. They made a new battle royale game. Because don't you care about battle royales? I have a seething hatred for Battle Royales. Don't you want to play Nintendo Online Battle Royale games of classic F-Zero game? <sighs> With classic graphics and all of that shit. You know? On Mute City. Mute City 99. With 99 other people. No. I no. could care less. Yeah, I, I honestly could care less because, like, 
Fucking battle royale is a plague. I mean, it's, it's just as bad as extraction shooters. The new trend. Uh, yeah, I guess. I mean, at least some of them are, like, good. I mean, and it isn't, like, a ton of them. Like, I mean, it's basically just Tarkov and Call of Duty at the moment. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, is better than, you know, literally... Oh, let's 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 cancel Bloodborne and... Uh, not Bloodborne. Uh, what was it? Vampire the Masquerade. Uh, let's cancel that and then make it into a uh, VR game instead because we are fucking creatively bankrupt. Wait, did Paradox actually do that? Oh, yeah. The, the Vampire the Masquerade turned into a VR game instead of an actual game. Wait, hold on. Vampire the Masquerade, like... One of the best RPGs ever made. Yeah. They were going to make another one, and instead they just made it into a VR uh, game. Wasn't that game like a woke hellhole created in the depths of hell by crazy people? Mm, I don't remember. I, I, I remember that. I remember people saying that, like, like, didn't the game director get, like, fired and shit? Again, I couldn't tell you. I didn't really keep up with it after they they decided to go off the deep end. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. So that that's weird. Why would you make a Vampire the Masquerade's Battle Royale game? That's just. Uh, I know that I remember there was this one guy on TikTok that played it a ton and started getting an Overwatch. So. Eh. Overwatch is a bad game. So yeah, bad. but I can tell you right now, I've made some mistakes, and I've been playing it a lot. I'm almost too. I'm almost finished the battle pass. There's like 20 days left. I mean, you could you could just play Halo Infinite and uh, also play a bad game. Yeah. Hey, hey, it's good now. It's good now. <sighs> Sure. Keep telling yourself that. It's good now. It's been confirmed. It's it's really, really good. Keep just keep telling yourself that. I understand. Tell, I'm not telling myself a lie. It's actually really good. You know, I play it. I play it. Complete the weekly challenge. Then I don't play it for a week. Sounds <laughs> sounds like how I play Overwatch. Yeah, you know. It's 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 just so good, you know. It's just perfect. It's the, literally the worst game ever made. I hate it. Literally, I never want, literally the worst game ever made. I never want to play it again. It's you know what? Actually, no, I shouldn't say that. It's better than Halo Five, which isn't really a high bar to pass. True, actually, Halo, Halo Five was pretty bad. Yeah, I remember, was... I remember playing it, and I remember I was like, "I don't understand what's happening," and my friend was like, "I don't either." But Master Chief went rogue because he decided that he Cortana. He was going to say Cortana, you know, and that is strange. Yeah, and and he was having visions about Cortana, you know, and maybe and instead of. Um, doing the smart thing and being like reporting it back to Halsey he was like no I don't like it and then bullshit happened and I I don't know the story doesn't make any goddamn fucking sense didn't she fucking like end up betraying him in the end anyway uh, no you don't kill Master Chief at all Mock ends up like being like there and he goes oh Master Chief you're so cool you're the coolest 
you know? I'm going to save you, Master Chief. And then Master Chief is saved, and he goes goes back to the uh, Infinity. And they're like, yeah, everything is okay now. We're going to drop your charges. Humanity might be fucked. You know, Lord Hood, Hood probably dead. You know, but uh, yeah, you know. It's it's just okay, you know. Bad things happened, you know. And then at the beginning of this game, it's like, um, I, you know, Halo Infinite. I can actually tell you what happens in it, and, and it actually kind of makes sense because um, the beginning of the game is literally Chief killing Cortana. Uh, like, okay. Weird. So Chief kills Cortana because he's like, no, you've done a horrible thing. And then Cortana in the brief set. Actually, no, Chief doesn't kill Cortana. Chief gets destroyed by uh, Atriox. Atriox takes uh, an AI. Cortana, though, being as brilliant as she was, realizes that she's going to die in an instant. Goes, I'm going to fucking die. Somehow rewrites the entire weapons code, um, and then the entire story is basically like you're tracking down Atriox's generals and trying to beat him before you can open up a weapon called the Endless, which will never get explained in any of the games and ever. There will be no new Halo DLC explaining the Endless. Get used to it. Sounds like so, uh, Destiny with their uh, veil bullshit. The veil? Yeah, I don't even know what the story is. I just said that people were upset about it. Oh, but I know it is that they introduced a new MacGuffin and people were like, why the fuck did you do this? And they're like, because we needed a reason for you to do the things. Yeah, the veil is pretty stupid. I'm just glad I got out of Destiny when I did. I was getting really, I was getting really burned out of like the seasonal model. It was just, it was too much jammed into like four weeks, three weeks or something, and I was just like, I can't grind this much and like do anything else. Like I felt like I was literally like playing Destiny all day, every day, uh, mm. just to make sure that I got everything I wanted and it was like but I didn't get everything I wanted which is the other problem I don't mind what they did with Destiny like I think that what they did with Destiny was actually makes sense but the problem is is like the the entire idea of this MacGuffin is it's a weapon that's meant to surpass like the darkness and light or metal gear (laughs) yeah it's literally it literally doesn't make sense and like you play the game and you're like oh this story makes total sense this makes so much sense and then you realize like halfway through you're like man this character that they that they killed was a lot cooler than the character that i'm now stuck with i i just wish you know i could not play this character so, you know, deal with this bullshit and constantly listen to him call us me like a Neanderthal and shit like that. That would be nice. So. 
It sounds like they just wanted to insult their player base again with the Neanderthal thing. Yeah. And then, I don't know. The new one looks pretty good because they're actually bringing back Nathan Fillion. Uh, fuck that. They can fuck right off with that shit. Hey, we realized that we fucked off and fucked up. So we're just going to, you know, give you everything that you ever wanted. And you're like, okay. Okay, Oh, my God. I'm getting so frustrated right now. With Destiny? No, with Starfield. Starfield. Oh, that game's bad. Uh, No, it's not bad. It's just fine. It's just annoying. Are you playing it on PC or Xbox? I'm playing on PC. Do you, f- you think I own a fucking newer Xbox? Get the fuck out of here. I have a PC. Why the fuck would I do that? Okay. <laughs> Actually, I have the ra- if, if, if you want a side rant real quick. I fucking hate AMD drivers, okay? I want to fucking strangle these motherfuckers. I Wait, can- you have an AMD graphics card? I do. I have full AMD. I have, oh. AMD, I have AMD drivers, or I have AMD CPU and, and GPU. I want to strangle these motherfuckers because there isn't a single fucking game on my computer that runs just – I just open it and run and it just goes, okay? I always have to struggle for four hours before I can play any fucking video game and especially for Starfield. I couldn't play Starfield on day one until they pu- until they pushed the fucking like first like patch to fucking fix shit so that I could play the fucking game because their implementation of the resolution like upscaling or downscaling or whatever the fuck they're doing is atrociously bad oh see I've never had that issue with any of my AMD hardware or anything like that so yeah well I don't even use it but the problem is like even if you don't use it you still get fucked because of the way they programmed it mm-hmm <laughs> So I was getting so I was getting like um uh like sub thirty FPS in like the major city where I was supposed to be getting like fifty eight to sixty four, right? Mm-hmm. And so I'm like struggling with it, and of course, like there's all these like extra bullshit settings and like the adrenaline thing where it's like anti lag and and sharpening and all this other bullshit, right? Every game requires a different fucking stupid combination of that shit to work. Like if I play Overwatch and I don't have the anti lag turned on, I'd get 80 FPS, but the frame times are so bad and it's spiking all the way down to 15 FPS every like half second on the fucking frame that it looks like I'm playing a slideshow. And it is impossible. So I have to turn it on. And it's basically just V-Sync. It's literally just V-Sync, except with a fancy name. So I had to have it on for that. But if I have that turn on for some other games, I think it's like Path of Exile. If I have that turn on for Path of Exile, it doesn't work because I have to turn on Path of Exile's own V-Sync in order for my frame rate to smooth it back out again. So to turn it off for Path of Exile, turn it on for Overwatch, turn it on for Starfield, turn it off for Cyberpunk. It's just like I can't get these fucking games to have a consistency. It is so fucking frustrating. And then, of course, because I spent – I literally think I spent like the first – uh, I think I spent six hours trying to get Starfield to run at a decent frame rate the first three days it was out for not after the advancements because I didn't pay for this game. I got it on Game Pass. So after the first three days, 
I had it on Game Pass. I was I spent the first I spent six hours just struggling to play the game. It was so bad, and I couldn't bring myself to play the game. I think it took me a fucking week to even start playing the game. Dude, I have played maybe about an hour worth of gameplay. That game has some problems. So that I think that's the problem. I think it's because like the first hour is really so you, you the tutorials are really good. That first mining area is great. It teaches you the basics, moves around. It run, actually that area runs good, which is baffling. I was getting like 120 FPS in that area, and then as soon as I left it, instantly down to 60. And it was just like I want my I want my FPS back. But whenever I'm in, I'm in interior zones and I'm outloading interior zones, I get great frame rate. But as soon as I'm in a city or outside, the frame rate is awful. So they need to fix whatever they're doing with that. I'm sure it'll get smoothed out eventually. But like after you like get to New Atlantis, if you just ignore the New Atlantis side quests and just continue on the main story until a certain point you'll start enjoying the game the problem is, is it has the skyrim problem where with skyrim you don't have enjoyment of the fucking game until you beat a certain percentage of the main quest which is either you spawn the dragons where you have the first dragon fight or you go to high rothgar and meet the fucking dudes there and do their quest right where you go to like meet delphine like where you kind of like unlock the greater progression of like getting shouts it's the same thing with Starfield. If you don't play long enough, you don't hit the point where you're like, oh shit, everything's open to me now. And it takes like six hours to get to that point, which is like not good. And the first starter side quest that you get is literally just run around and talk to people and maybe like pick a lock. And I understand why they're doing that. And it's because they want to introduce you to the mechanics slowly and they don't want you to just run off into the galaxy and get like blown up a bunch or like fight mobs that are too strong for you too early. Mm-hmm. I get it. But at the same time, it's like you're not giving me any interesting side quests. Like what really missed me is there was a side quest where like the one of the very first ones I did is I went is uh, as I was walking around one of the the officers, one of the, like the guards, was like, "Hey, this guy's looking for volunteers to do work for him. Go talk to him." Mm-hmm. And as I was doing a side quest in the area, I went over to him first. I started yeah. talking to him, and he was like, "Oh, we have a thing where this one guy wants you to do something. Uh, he'll tell you about it as you get over there." So I get over there, and they're like, "Oh yeah, we wanted a, you know, a, an affiliate guard with the, you know, the UC to go uh, collect this package for us because we think something might be happening, and we would rather not send one of our usual agents that isn't an armed officer." Basically, he's like, "Well, since you're a volunteer, you basically fit the bill." He's like, "So you know, you're authorized to use your guns in the city. Go get this package for us." Make sure everything's okay. That sounds intriguing as fuck. It's like, ooh, there's some kind of like, you know, conspiracy going on with this corpo and and all this other shit, right? Mm-hmm. And it's just you walk over, you press E, you pick up the package, you walk back to the guy, and you press E and talk to him, and nothing happens. And I'm just like, what? But why? You had this but- huge setup, and then you did nothing with it. But that. No. Yeah. No, like, you literally did nothing. I understand. Like, like I didn't even get jumped by an NPC. I didn't have like, oh, it was gone and I had to go find it or um, it was booby trapped. It was literally, literally nothing. 
And that's what some of the side quests are. Because there's one that was like, I need you to break into this person's apartment and delete these files for me or I won't give you what I want to give you. It's literally you walk up to it. It's a novice lock. It takes three seconds. Oh, I'll get to lock making in a second. It takes three seconds. You walk in. You don't even need to sneak. You just walk into your apartment, walk up to the computer, press the on the computer, click a few buttons on the computer, delete all the files and walk out and nothing happens. Right. Nothing bad happens. There's no consequences for your actions at all. So so this game doesn't have like enough like it's it's they're trying to do the system based like systems, but it needed a little bit more along the lines of like something where and I persistence where there was like, hey, you can fuck around with people, but there might be consequences or somebody might go, Hey, did you just do this? Fuck you. Yeah, and then but then, like, when I look at, like, but then when I do the other side quests, like, I was doing, like, the, the Freestar Rangers quest. That's one of the fashion quests. That one is way more fleshed out as a quest. It has way more, like, branching options and different things you can do to tackle the situations. And I guess that's because it's a faction quest. But, like, I feel like there should be other side quests that have a similar level of fidelity to them. And yeah. I feel like most of the side quests I end up getting are just – they don't mean anything. And it really sucks because I, I wanted some more meaningful side quests. It's fine if like – and like it's – I don't understand why you can't just have like a one-off of like a one-off side quest that just like you know maybe takes half an hour and has a little bit of implication and like maybe like two different endings. I couldn't even get two different endings. I mean I, I, I couldn't even get an interesting side quest like – in the first hour and I feel like that's the problem is like you didn't have anything interesting happen after the tutorial and so that's probably why they why there's a lot of people that says the game is bad and it's boring because the first hour doesn't incentivize you to interact with the world because every time you do you're left feeling wanting so I I have to say this and like it, it just feels like as if like you what you really want is you want like Breath of the Wild where like as you're playing it just interesting shit happens constantly you want more of that like kind of like discovery or something like that i don't know i actually don't mind the no man's sky style of exploration where it's like i just kind of like run around a planet a lot and just collect stuff like yeah. even even when in starfield like you land on a planet and like you just kind of run to points of interest and then like you loot an area and then move on there's some of them that have like interesting, quick little story bits in like our environmental telling. Like I went to one planet that I was like going to set up a base on, and I there was like a science outpost that I went to, and it was an abandoned one with uh, somebody's surname on it, right? And as you go through the outpost, you see it's been taken over by uh, pirates. So you know you kill all the pirates and you wipe them out, and then like you loot all the shit, and then there's like a cave that you go into, and when you go into the cave, you find a body of a guy with the same last name as this, the science station that you're at. And on his corpse is a note saying that he's gambling the rest of his family's fortune in this science station to try to find some rare minerals in this fucking cave. And while well, he fucking died in the cave because it's full of fucking poison spores. And it's like, oh, look, there was some little interesting storytelling here. And like that's what I live for is that right there. See, that just sounds awesome. Like that kind of like thing with like finding something and going, going, oh, fuck. And that happens all the time. All the time. Like pretty much every point of interest has at least a little bit of lore, a little bit of story. Like um, in one of the 
in one of the the systems that it's like um has like the the main like factions mm-hmm. Uh, there was a space station that I jumped to, and when I hailed it, it was throwing out a distress signal. I was like, oh shit, I should go check this out. So I dock with it, and it's overrun with fucking space zealots that want to murder me. <laughs> space zealots. The worst kind of zealot. Yeah, so there's were they that. Trying to t- were they trying to get you to install or uh, tell them your pronouns or something like that? Uh no, the space zealots in this are uh, freaks that basically, if you don't follow their religion, you don't deserve to be alive, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but they also like worship the fact that like uh, eventually the end is coming, kind of thing. It's it's basically like um, they're worshiping entropy, basically. Yeah, that makes sense. So I think that's the that's a like that's, I think from what I've learned that's like kind of what they're doing. But it's called basically like they have a god called like the Great Serpent, and it like lives in the warp. So when you warp between areas, that's like where they feel like they're closest to their god or whatever. It's really strange. It doesn't make any sense to me. But they're fucking radical, violent motherfuckers, mm-hmm. and basically they're waging war on everybody else that isn't them. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Why would you, you know, not want to rage roar on the heathens and heretics well, who do not the, worship? From the lore, they were open and like, hey, we're going to spread religion like normal. And then like their leader died and like, oh, hey, guess what? We're fucking radicals now, bitches. And they fucked off the who knows where. You know, this is – okay. The more that you talk about this game, the more I'm like, I should play this. I should play yeah. more of it. You see, you see, that's the problem. You had to get through the intro part. Even the main story is like, holy shit. That shit takes like the wildest fucking left turn. It and doesn't go the full Mass Effect route where it's like all of a sudden you're like, oh, there's a fucking galaxy-wide force that's going to come and wipe us all out. Yeah. Holy of? shit. Holy shit. Holy shit. They just did a Mass Effect plot. No, it's it's not it's not like that. It's actually more philosophical, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Um, but has implications. Yeah, okay, so I don't I don't want I super don't want to spoil it for you because it is super incredible. Um but it's just just I'm I'm okay. Don't commit to your first playthrough. I'm just going to say it right there because there is okay. New Game Plus. In New Game Plus, you lose literally everything you have except your skills. Hmm. Makes sense. Uh, so if you intend to beat the story mode and enter New Game Plus mm-hmm. – do it and don't bother committing to like other things in the same. Like, don't worry about doing so many of the side quests. Like, on, honestly, like doing a side quest does have an impact on the end of the game, only in the fact that it's like the end scroll of like Fallout style, where it's like, oh, this happened with this faction, so this is what happened, or it's like this choice that you made had this happen at the end of the game, and you have a choice to either go into New Game Plus or return to your game. So you can either go into New Game Plus. And mm-hmm. start your game again, or back out and stay in your current game. Yeah, 
That makes sense. So if you don't want to stay in your game, just go for the main story. Don't worry about other stuff and just play, right? And then in your new game plus, then save your stuff. Uh, and from what I'm hearing, if you go to new game plus 10, that's Wait. when you max your character. Wait, what? Yeah, you can pull, you can new game plus 10 times to max out some of the best armor and ship in the game. Bitch, I'm barely going to new game plus armored core. I know, I know. And so, that's a game I actually like. Yeah, so it's it's intended to be played on one character for a very long time. Um, but at least do it once, I'd say, if you okay. are interested in that. And then the story, like I said, is gets fucking wild. It's probably, I feel like Mass Effect has a has the existential like threat. I wouldn't say that this is the same. I say this is like it's a weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm trying to like figure out the wording to say it without spoiling it. It's just a twist. It's, it's not something that you see coming. Like you, like you. How much have you done of the story? Like you know about the artifacts at least, right? Yeah, I found the artifact in the rock, and I was like, "Ooh, ooh." Yeah. So ooh. everything around the artifact slowly becomes more and more clear as you like play more. Mm-hmm. Kind of it's like the. I thought that was really cool. The progression of like picking up more artifacts, and then about halfway through, there's a huge twist. And shit happens, and then it just it keeps going more and more and more off the rails until you hit this point where it's just like you you learn like some of like the deepest secrets of like the lore and like why things the way they are. It's just like damn, dude, shit is fucking crazy. So I'm definitely saying play the story, give it a chance. It's going to take a long time. But like, if you can, if you can find, you know, like weapons and like bills and stuff that like you enjoy, you'll make it. Mm-hmm. But early on, it's gonna suck. <laughs> like, I, yeah. it's it's a shame. It's a real fucking shame. But shame. you're gonna hit a point where you're gonna be like, damn, this game is actually a lot of fun. Okay, so it's going to be the opposite of my experience with Skyrim, where I was like playing it, and I'm like, "This game sucks. I should stop playing it." Yeah, you sh- you'll probably get completely engrossed in the story, and then you'll be like, "Holy fuck! What the fuck just happened? What is this? What is this? What did they do to us?" Yeah, yeah, pretty much. All right, that makes sense. I personally speaking. I am probably okay. Well, I'll probably spend some time this week. Well, it depends. Okay, depends on what happens. If in my life, if I shit happens. Yeah, I'm just gonna say now it's gonna take you. If you play only the story mode, it's gonna mm-hmm. take you uh, twenty twenty one to twenty twenty five hours to finish it. Okay. Yeah, it's long. And it's a bit because uh, sometimes combat's a little droning. Like, it takes a bit because, like, some of the bosses get a lot of health, especially the final boss. Oh, my God. It's so much health. That makes sense. Uh, and especially the way I did it is I had to uh, I had to fight more than one. Normally, I think most people would end up only fighting one or the other. I ended up fighting both. Oh, yeah? 
So that was that was fun. Uh, I literally used I think I used every single healing supply and three guns worth of ammo when I had a, I had over two thousand rounds for each gun. Hmm. That makes sense. Uh, so, I mean, it was kind of like it was pretty epic though. The fight was the fight was epic. It was really good. But yeah, so I don't know. I I'm, I'm telling you, it sounds really long and it sounds like a lot, but it's totally worth it. Makes sense. I'm, I'm, right. I, I know, I know. Right now, in like two or three days, you're gonna come back to me after playing it. You're gonna be like, motherfucker! I can't motherfucker, believe this. Motherfucker, you lied to me. No, no, it's not gonna be you lied to me. It's gonna be like you, motherfucker. What have you done to me? I'm playing this game way too much now. <laughs> it's gonna be like I I can't sleep. I've stayed up for 14 hours. That's what happened to me when, like, dude, what I'm telling you, when the twist first happened, I was sitting here until 10 in the morning playing the game, and I was like, shit, I have to fucking stop and go to sleep. Yeah. Because I was just like, I could not stop. I had to know more. That makes sense. And it's just because I'm into that, like, fucking wacky, crazy space bullshit. And that's what it was. It was wacky, crazy space bullshit. Yeah, well, you know. When wacky, crazy space bullshit happens, you always sit there and you know, let it happen. It just sucks. Like that's the only thing I can really praise it on is that like it has good writing, good voice acting. There's incredibly interesting characters everywhere. Even like the NPCs. Like I ran into an NPC at the bank that was like this eternally depressed goth chick that was like looking for a job as a bank teller because and I quote she's like well necromancer isn't a real job so I figured being a soul sucking bank teller is the next best thing I mean that is true so that that was just hilarious she is the funniest NBC I've ever come across and but then like but then there's lock picking and I want to fucking scream because sometimes you literally cannot pick a lock. It's it literally impossible. You oh, do yeah, not it's... have the slotted items to slot into the lockpick. Why is that a thing? Every lockpick should be possible if you enter it. No, unfortunately, fuck you. You're not allowed to lockpick. And then I think there's there's another huge um, – oh, yeah. I'm getting frustrated because storage in, in Outpost is very, very, very fucking limited. It is 75 uh, like kilograms and I, my character carries 275 and my ship carries 600. So a single fucking thing in the, in the Outpost holds 75, which means I have to build like five of them to even equal my own fucking character. What? That's fucking retarded. That's really fucking. I'm assuming there's larger ones if you upgrade the base skill. Mm-hmm. But then I have to upgrade the skill, and then I have to so I have to spend level up points to level up the skill, and then I have to do the things in the skill to level up the skill more, and then I have to research to be able to build the things. So, so it's it's it is just incredibly convoluted to increase my storage space in my base and it's just like it is really frustrating but I, but it's it, there's just some things like that too that and like the complexity of the outpost system is also needlessly complex like you have to like if you want to 
So like if you want to consolidate your resources, you have to build like a platform to have a ship come down, take your shit, and then move it to your next base. But if your base isn't in the same system, you then have to build a special one that takes fuel to then fuel the ship to fly to your base. And then you need a receiving platform in that base to receive the items. And then you need another one to then ship those items to the next base. So you're kind of like daisy chaining shit through the systems to get to your primary base to offload all your shit that you can't even store anyway because it all weighs too much. Fuck, dude. So it is it is rough. I literally I've spent the past three days setting up four bases. And that's the only thing I've done in Starfield for three days. I haven't done a single side quest or and I've I've explored some things occasionally just to like break up the monotony because I've been going kind of stir crazy. But I literally just finished while we started this. And I'm like, I need to do something else. I need to do another side quest, like right the fuck now, or else I'm gonna fucking lose my mind. Makes sense. So I'm probably gonna do one of the factions when we stop this, and then I'm gonna go to bed. Makes sense. Well, yeah, I appreciate you uh, coming on and uh, helping out and uh, for the show and stuff like that. So, well, at least have a game to talk about, right? Yeah, yeah, it's better than uh, you know. We were. I was originally going to get a crazed, deranged lunatic to come on the show, and uh, then I cowered out and got lazy and didn't send the person the message. So you know, just, just you know, just you know. The other option was somebody who was incredibly abusive, and uh, yeah, yeah. No, I decided against that. Actually, the person was like, "No, I don't want to be on the show." And I was like, "Oh, thank God." Uh, but yeah, no, we got we got other shit to talk about, Ben. Other than Starfield, Ben. Yeah, we got we got to talk about um something bad happening. To, okay, what's happening now? To the PC gaming industry. Oh, Unity! Oh, Jesus Christ! It is the most blatant cash out and insider trading I've ever seen in my life. I mean, I was going to say Mr. Dress Up documentary, but, you know, Unity works too, you know. Oh, wait, what are you what are you talking about? I mean, the worst thing that ever happened to the gaming industry is obviously the Mr. Dress Up documentary. I mean, Mr. Dress Up. Yeah. You know, do you not know who Mr. Dress Up is? I do not. He's the Canadian version of Mr. Rogers. What did he do? He was the Canadian version of Mr. Rogers. So so, why is that a problem with computers? Nothing. It's just nothing. Nothing. I'm trying to. I'm trying to make a joke. Yes, we're going to talk about the Unity bullshit. Oh, I'm really dense. Yeah. Um, Unity um, decided uh, blatantly, uh, point blank, that they wanted to make more money. Um, so they decided to introduce. Uh, transaction fee for when you do when you download their games i can't uh, believe the, the other problem with that is, is that i love that they blatantly uh also basically said that uh we have tracking software in all of our unity uh 
exes that track whether or not you have this installed on your computer. Yeah. It's a little, uh, a little sketch. They, so last year Unity bought Iron Winds, um, which is malware, liberal malware manufacturer. Uh, Dead to Rights was sued, um, actually being destroyed by multiple, like, jurisdictions of the world's governments. The government was actually doing something about it. Unity acquired them. So I wonder when they got the technology to order in order to actually check when something was installed. Probably right then and there. I don't um, think it was – it wasn't an acquiring. It was a merger. Yeah. And did you know merged. they turned down a $20 billion merger with another company instead? Yep. Yep. So Unity has been slowly – doing this stupid shit for like a while now and like it, it's not it's not so bad that you're like oh god it's it's pretty reasonable you know if you if if once you cross over the hundred thousand dollar threshold all of a sudden you get charged with two cents per install you know that's kind of fair you know that's a little fair you know but this applies to every single game that's made on unity so suddenly it becomes a lot easier in order to for users or people who are deranged lunatics in order to actually abuse that fact and suddenly, you know, make a cost the developer a lot of money. But it gets better. It gets better. Okay. Um, <laughs> so John Riccatello, who is the CEO of Indeek right now, uh, he was one of the guys who, um, you know, led EA during some of the EA's best games, uh, Mass Effect 2, Dead Space 2, Battlefield, Bad Company, all of those games, you know. He was the guy who suggested Battlefield should charge microtransactions every time a player reloads their weapons. He was a scumbag uh, oh god! That, I remember hearing that. Jesus he Christ! He was he was a scumbag who led uh, EA into the darkest times. Who then was fired promptly. Um, he was he's actually Unity Um Unity then proceeded to do a bunch of really stupid shit. Um, they did release a statement. I'm trying to find it right now. Um, about this entire endeavor. Uh, probably under r slash game dev. Unity, we heard you. So they actually released a statement. So let's read through the statement. <clears throat> we heard you. We apologize for the confusion and angst runtime fee policy we announced on Tuesday cause. We are listening, talking to our team members, community customers, and partners. And we'll be making changes to the policy. We will share an update in a couple of days. Thank you for the honest and critical feedback. Here, here's, here's the fucking truth. Um, Unity should have never done this. No, they shouldn't have. It's it's insane. These these companies are trying to foot the bill to the users for shit that they can't afford. Like the whole like Twitter with their cloud 
not being able to fucking afford their cloud shit, so they're shifting it into the Twitter blue. Um, there's another company that that their the videos. Oh yeah, Reddit with their API changes. Holy shit, dude! It is just insane. It's like if your business model is so fucking shit and you can't support it, that's your own fucking problem. That's not the I user's think- problem. I think the Twitter one makes a lot more sense because that company was bleeding money left, right, and center. And that's it was because bleeding. that was because of shitty moderation. And now you have a yeah. guy who got in there and he goes, "What? What do you mean that? Like, what do you mean that this, all of these metrics were a lie? Mm-hmm. Like that came out too, where it came out beforehand, all of the metrics were a lie. So all of these things came out." Right around the time that Elon actually bought and everyone went like, holy fuck, this fucking – this company's a dumpster fire. And that was the reason why Elon was like, right, we're laying off all these people. They do literally nothing. We're laying them off. And like, yeah, that makes a little bit of sense. That makes a lot of sense. You're going to lay off a bunch of people? Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. OK? They, yeah, they, if you're bleeding money, the first thing you need to do is reduce your workforce. Like it sucks. <laughs> but like if you can't afford to pay your employees and they're not doing something that's critical to the platform, they can't stay. Like well, that's just guess, the, the the unfortunate nature of it all. Well, guess who he fired? It wasn't the developers. Yeah, no. It was he fired all of the administrators. Yeah. Because, you know, and the, the, the team that was running the um I think it was like the health and not the not the health and safety. It was whatever the one the the moderation team that they it was put the together. Safety governance yeah and like there was a couple reversal of policies he's and like that one like i at least understand the reddit one doesn't make a whole lot of sense of like you're going to charge people to use the api like i get like part of me gets that was like hey like you don't want people using your ai api for free that uh, that's understandable but like there's a better way to do it than a yearly subscription, man, where it's like, hey, if you want to use it, it's like eight bucks a month. Yeah, and something like and that, that and getting it so that uh, you like kill like any kind of third party app too is just like, what the fuck? Yeah. And well, that was something that Twitter was always really good about is like people would always use third party apps. Can't have that on Twitter anymore. And this the other thing about this is like. Oh, do you want to know something else that's really interesting? What's that? Uh, so they will waive Unity. Will waive their runtime fee if you're using Unity ads. So, uh, you as a result of this entire fucking bullshit, um complete and total insanity you've had multiple game developers come out and say we're no longer supporting this we are probably going to promptly switch engines um we are not going to be involved in this in any way shape or form you've had multiple game developers say that fuck this i'm out yeah you know what's funny uh also uh, unity is used to make uh genshin impact and honkai star around all that shit yeah uh but in china they have a different uh, what should we call and, it? Uh, no, they, they, they do. They do have a different engine, but they also have a different like um, agreement because yeah. of the Chinese laws and everything. They needed to have like certain things in order to be able to like uh, to run over there. Yeah, that makes sense. So they're exempt from this. That's fucking bullshit, dude. Yeah. 
So it's it's wild that this is only implicating or you know being an issue for like third for. Us, Western basically. game, Western game studios, and Western game developers, and it basically also only hurts indie dev, indie devs, because uh, a lot of the higher end companies either don't use it, or they do, they make more than enough money to pay the fee for downloads. And even if somebody tries to grief them, it wouldn't make a difference. Like, like here's the thing: is like I wouldn't mind if Unity did this, like to Square Enix or EA. <laughs> or somebody like that and if that was fairly communicated out of like hey at a certain point like if you're making like a hundred grand a day like it kind of makes sense that you would pay you would charge them a little bit more but like I, think, but no, I feel like that the point is is that like i think unreal has a subscription base no for theirs for their higher end version or whatever or you pay for it or whatever i don't think you can just download it for free and just start coding to the full extent of unit or the uh, yeah, unity uh, unreal uh but you can't I mean, just like, download unreal 5 and just go right like just... you can all of the features all of the features Unreal, really? Unreal Engine, the standard license is free. If you want Enterprise for non, it's about fifteen hundred dollars per year started. It has all of Unreal features, uh, entire Quixel MegaScan library, all the learning materials, premium support, options for private training, additional procedures. That is the one. And if you want to go for a custom license, that is up for negotiation. That's fifteen hundred dollars a year per seat. Okay, which I think Unity is about. Um, and Unreal, like, they'll charge you 12%. Okay? Unity is, for personal, it's the same thing, but you don't get splash screen customization. For pro, it's $2,400 per year. So already, right now, we're t- we're, it's a little bit more expensive mm. um, for pro. So not only are you paying for Unity, you also then have to pay a fee on top of downloads. That's bullshit. That's the point of the fee. Yeah, you're supposed to make their money from the fee, so that way you are paying for the license to be able to create and launch your game. Oh yeah. Uh oh, and uh, Enterprise. Uh, I know the pricing on that. It's about eleven hundred dollars, or not eleven hundred dollars, eleven thousand dollars. And if you're an industry person, I'm pretty sure I know for a fact that we didn't pay it. It was about forty nine thousand dollars a year, which is about you know unreal engine you know still going to be a little bit more expensive if we're honest but it's also a much more capable engine that has been around for how many years yeah so it's i right now you have people rightfully going hey man i'm fucking jumping ship this is fucking bullshit i'm fucking done and you have other people going hey this is kind of you know, this is a little sketch there, champ. I'm a little concerned. Um, there, as a result, you've seen a lot of people going, "Hey, we're going to be switching to Godot," which is like Python-based coding. Mm-hmm. You have people switching to um, Unreal, which is good. Um, this is this has completely destroyed that company. Oh yeah, but you know that's what they wanted in the end anyway, because you saw 
that oh, they yeah. sold. They literally sold every last stock they had a week, weeks before this announcement happened. So this is literally them cashing out. They're literally just going to take it. They're going to take the money from whoever has to pay it because they already have establishments. So over the next year, they're going to probably take whatever payments from people that already have established shit with Unity, and they're probably going to. Tw- dwindle out to nothingness but they've already dumped all their stocks it doesn't matter if it tumbles into dirt and then Mm -hmm. they'll go private and then it won't matter anymore Mm -hmm. and the thing is is that even if the the and then of course you can't prove insider trading because it's almost impossible to prove yeah. Our own government is allowed to fucking do it. You think they're not going to just let some random ass game co- or great game engine company do it? Like, come on. Yeah, it just feels like as if like it's just blatant abuse of the system that rich people oh, yeah. can do because they're allowed to because rich people can do whatever the fuck they want. Oh yeah, it's it's just so blatant what they're doing, and it's just like you know again. It just becomes very obvious that, like, oh, they just don't give a shit about anything. They they don't care. Yeah, the only thing they care about is making more money. And it's just yeah. absolute oh, – dude, it's just – that shit makes me so mad, man. Just like the, this higher end of – Consumerism. These people can do whatever the fuck they want. It's one of the. It's one of my biggest fucking like peeves of this world. I mean, I mean, as somebody who you know, I find it really funny because I have a bunch of woke friends. Well, I had a bunch of woke friends. I don't talk to them anymore because, quite frankly, I'm very annoyed at them. Uh, and. Well, I'll just be very blunt. Uh, I find it very insulting when somebody tells me how to live my life and then proceeds to fucking destroy their own life and advocates for me to do the same. So I'll, I'll just be that. I'll just be that guy. But um, but uh, like you watch, I I watch what they I watch what they kind of do, and they they're the ones who completely enabled this shit. Because they don't, they sit there and they go, "Oh my God, this one innocent, this one person who said this thing to me, it's so terrible." And then it's like, "Yeah, what about the multinational corporation that's busy fucking over somebody like this?" And they go, "Oh, that's okay," and they make an excuse for it. Oh, it's 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 not visible to me. I can't do it. And it's like, okay, okay, I understand completely. And then something like this happens, and they go, "What? How could they get away with it?" And it's like, bro. Bro, they've because, been doing. Yeah, they've been doing it forever. The only reason it's coming out now is because it's the age of the internet. Yeah, and they, they're getting they, more and more blatant with it because nobody cares to try to stop them. Oh man, you know we'll just wait fifteen minutes, and you know there'll be something else, and they'll be it will be bitching. They'll be bitching about something else. Yep. Yep. They'll be bitching about. Uh, you know they'll be they'll be bitching about you know, um, Bud Light. You know, that was what Bud Light thought. For a Granted, time. that hasn't really panned out for them very well. No, Bud Light was Bud Light was a lot more explosive and a lot more damaging to the brand, and I don't think that this is going to be anywhere near that. Honestly, I think it's because um, it was not the left they upset; it was the right, and the right are more likely to latch onto something and hold on to it for longer than the left is. Yeah, and the left is willing to latch on to whatever new thing comes around. So every time something new like loops around and comes back, they they're ready to latch onto it and then t- 
take it take it for a week and then they'll watch on to the next thing and they'll forget about the thing from the week before. Yeah. But I the, was, the right is like, you fucking wrong us. We just won't buy your shit anymore. Unless you're Chris Rock and they pay you a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. But of that, course, again, that was their attempt to save, salvage their brand. But the thing is, is the damage is done. And Chris Rock is like, I'll take an easy paycheck. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. This, this is so – yeah. And this is like we have to take a look at the stock market because Unity um, beforehand – nope. Unity, yes. Unity beforehand, before this all happened, so we're talking about over a five-day period, they were peaking around uh, $38, okay? $38, 38.98, so they were at kissing 39 okay? Tuesday, this is this is before the announcement, okay? They were actually at 39 okay? 39 rolls around, they make the announcement at around 9.30, 10 a.m., uh, the stock dips to about 37. That was a low point of Tuesday. And then slowly climbs back up. And then all of the backlash hits. And now they were sitting around 36. Doesn't seem Thir- like a lot, but it is. It's a fucking ton. That's like probably about a million dollars, $2 billion in market cap. That's why they sold her the shit a week ago when it was yeah. higher. Yeah. You can see that too. Um, on the stock market. So this has been like, this has been disastrous. Now they're still up above from where they were uh, around August, start of August. They were around 34. Um, if they dip below $34, I guarantee you they're going to reverse this completely. I doubt it. I'm pretty sure they're going to stick with it until the end and just dump the company. There's no way you dump literally every single stock you own unless you're getting out. So the CEO is either leaving mm-hmm. or is planning on a company to go under. I wouldn't be surprised if that was the case. So I I'm mean, fairly certain that they're just going to let it go. I mean, John should really just retire at this point. Probably that's what he maybe that's what he's doing. I mean, how much did he fucking make off of selling all this stock? Probably a lot. Millions upon millions that he could then reinvest and in, in any kind of hedge fund and immediately make even more money for the rest of his life that he'll never be able to spend anyway. Yeah, probably. That's a good point. Because that's the thing. It's like I remember I was listening to or I was flipping through YouTube or whatever, and it was like, if you ever come into a million dollars, literally just walk into the bank with it and be like, I have a million dollars, and then I was and I want to deposit, and I'll be like, how can we make this grow for you? They'll fucking slam a fucking person in front of you, and they are ready to make that grow for you. Uh, well, there's a great line from the gambler, which I will now repeat, which is you get up two and a half million, you do any smart thing, you buy a house with a 25 year roof, a Jap economy shit box, you know, your Honda sucks, you know, shit like that. And you best, uh, you vest everything else into the system at two to five percent to cover your taxes. Yep. Don't drink. Mm-hmm. Actually, probably buying a house right now is not the play. No, cause... no, not anymore. Well, well, it is, but you have to invest in the right area. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 a mix of finding the right house at the right price in the right area. So that way, like when the depreciation is going to hit, because it's pretty bad right now, you're not going to lose too much money, and then it'll go back oh. up. Oh, dude, I have a story to tell you. So I've been okay. So being laid off, suck shit, fucking horrible, terrible thing happened. Uh, Forty people lost jobs. Um, 
game industry is on fire. Bioware laid off. All of these people get laid off. I'm kind of waiting for the moment where Inflexion gets told, hey, we're laying off a bunch of people because fuck you. That would be that would be the that would be the peak. That would be just the chef's kiss, you know, catch my drift. Um, but uh, as a result, I've been applying for jobs in one of the companies. They're requiring me to move to BC. I was looking at houses because I was like, oh, I'm curious how much it would cost to buy a new house. <laughs> Good luck in Canada, buddy. Oh, so Edmonton, Edmonton is act like actually like the last bastion of Sandy. Okay, I oh. think yeah. So Edmonton is like really reasonably priced. You can get an old house for about a hundred thousand dollars. No, two hundred thousand dollars. My parents' place, which is built in like the seventies, is like worth three hundred, and it's in like a pretty nice area. And that's, mind you, with all the work done to it and everything like that. So it's a pretty nice house. My house is like 300K. Damn. So it's like – and it's like relatively new. It's a 2014 build. It's it's really – it's a new area. I live right across the street from like a grocery store. It's great. It's a very nice – I live in like a 15-minute city area. Okay? Mm-hmm. I was I was looking in like BC – for a house that's the same kind of scale as mine, okay? Now, my house has a garage. Has a two-door garage, has a nice garage, you know. And I'm like, I'm like, man, maybe I don't want to have a roommate because I can probably live on my own and stuff like that. And if I sell the place, place it will be good. To get a house with a garage, it's like six thousand it's like six hundred dollars. No, six hundred thousand dollars. Jesus Christ. For Does it say garage funny? Yeah, for the same fucking like 2014 two-story, oh, three-story townhouse, you know, bullshit, you know, and I'm like, wow, that's that's unreasonable. Okay, let's let's look for stuff in my price range. Oh, okay. So for stuff in my price range, 300k gets me an older house, 1984. Okay. That's not that bad. Okay, the condo fees are through the fucking roof. Okay, like we're talking about more expensive than like my sister. And she's like, she's getting fucking ripped off. Oh, it's fucking bad. And like, like, I'm like, I'm like, okay, is there a garage at least? Like, if there's a garage, I can live with it. I can live with it. There, there's, there's, there's things I can live with. No, no, there was no garage at all. Um, outside parking. So uh, my car is going to get fucking keyed and stolen. Uh, yay. Damn. So I was like, I'm like, holy fuck. So uh, my house. Yeah. Um, oh, and if I want an upgrade, it's about a million dollars. Oh, wow. Okay. So apparently uh, we bought this house. Uh, I think. No, what is that? Maybe. Mm-hmm. So that looks about right. Um, I th- I think because I'm I'm looking at the report of the, the when it was sold. I don't think. Yeah. So we bought this at I, th- I think around two hundred and ten. Mm-hmm. Uh, you want to know what's current estimated value is? What 
366. Mm. And I was in, we bought it in 2010. Mm. Uh, this, this house, I believe, was built in the late 90s mm-hmm. and is 0.9 acres with a pool. I I have so many issues with yeah, yeah price, so, house pricing is wild. Well, like like and like here's the thing is like I don't like I thought Edmonton was pretty bad. Like when I was looking, I was like I was like oh Edmonton is pretty bad. PC somehow fucking worse. It's just fucking worse. It doesn't make fucking sense. But uh, yeah, no. Uh, I was like, I was like, oh, Evans is like not going to be that bad. It's going to actually be really reasonably priced. No, it's fucking worse. It's fucking terrible. Like I remember talking to my boss about this and being like, like, oh, well, like BC is not that bad. Edmonton is pretty bad. It's like eleven hundred dollars to rent a house in Edmonton, ten like for one bedroom apartment. It's like eleven hundred dollars. And somehow BC is fucking worse. Mm, I think it's. I remember, I remember hearing that like uh, corporations own like a huge percentages of your guys's house. Yeah. So, um, what has been happening is so there's three things that were mainly happening. You have people who they come over from China, and they will be like, "Hey, I want to buy a house." And the banks will go, okay, well, we'll let you buy a house. And they'll go, cool, 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 cool. They'll buy the house, fly back to China, and then rent out the house. Mm-hmm. That happens. So that eats up some supply of the house market. And, like, that's 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 fine. Okay, that's okay. That That's to be expected. You now have the same thing happening with BlackRock. Where BlackRock will come over and they'll be like, hey, um, we want to buy a house. And, and they buy the house and then leave it empty. Yeah, they buy a house, leave it empty, or rent it out again. So it just everything, every little thing that can happen. It's just little things. And the Canadian government, you know, God bless them. You know, our our idiot is a fucking moron. At least they're trying to uh, be like, hey, can you? Nobody outside of uh, Canada can buy. He he. No 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 no. He he decided he decided it was a great idea. Okay, um, because the, because that leads me into the third problem thing that's been happening. So Canada has been allowing immigration in through the roof. Okay, so our housing market's already strained, and it's really fucked up. Like it's really strained. Okay, um, so now you have three hundred three hundred thousand people coming over. So now you have the supply that has already been like really strained all of a sudden gets a, that much more strained because now you have to store these people. Some of these people will come to Canada, work here for about a year, realize that life is fucking terrible, leave. <coughs> you th- Now, you might go, okay, well, where are they leaving? Well, probably to the States, another place, you know, someplace where the life is actually better. And you will actually have people going, going, holy fuck, this is actually terrible. So, you you know, the thing that would make the situation go a lot, a lot easier for the country. 
um, if our prime minister actually fucking, you know, did his job and actually fucking, you know, decided, you know, let's put a bill out there that, you know, maybe lowers housing prices, put our social program, which he did do a little bit, do something, do something. Okay. Something little. Okay. No, as, as, as it is right now, the market's about like teetering on the edge of like fucking exploding. It's, it's, uh. it's absolutely ridiculous. Um, but uh, you know, I might be okay because you know my house is fucking in Edmonton, so you know Edmonton's stable. It's forty nine Fahrenheit, baby. But uh, yeah, no, it's it's fucking terrible. Our prime minister's a fucking idiot. He he got he 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 got told by the Indian prime minister, I believe it's the Indian prime minister, to go fuck himself. Because he decided that it was a great idea to lecture the Indian Prime Minister about gender ideology. Oh, Jesus Christ. So, like, you know, I'm looking at Biden and I'm going, man, maybe he's not that bad. Maybe, maybe, maybe he's not that bad. I mean, he's, he's, he's clearly retarded, but he's not that bad. He's not Justin Trudeau retarded. He hasn't pissed off both China and India in the same like year. That that maybe 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 we should just give him a chance. But, I'm pretty uh, yeah. sure uh, there is there there is somebody that's have done has done both. Yeah. Um. And well, and like the other thing is is like oh oh it gets even better. Okay, so. Guess who Justin Trudeau's political rival is? I don't know because I don't keep track of your. Uh... Okay. Okay, this is really great. So Justin Trudeau's political rival, okay, is Pierre Polyev. Okay, now to explain to the listener who Pierre Polyev is, um, Pierre Polyev is a fucking like idiot, moron. He was Stephen Harper's like one of Stephen Harper's ministers, okay? So he's actually, like, kind of accomplished. Okay? Um, Pierre Polyev right now is, like, fucking, like, first in the polls. Much to the media chagrin, because the media right now is, like, is like, hey, um, Pierre Polyev, he's right-wing, he's a Nazi. So Boy, every, every, haven't they beaten that word into the ground to mean oh. literally nothing? Oh, it's great. So, like, it was like you'll have like you have like people. The the funny the you'll have people being like, Pierre Polyev will come out and be like, "Look, I'm just saying, leave the Islam kids alone," and they'll be like, "Right winger, Nazi, fascist, all of these things." And and Pierre Polyev is just like, "I'm just saying, you know." So I I'm kind of I'm a bit polarized on this on this or I don't know polarized is the right word. So. When it comes to the whole like Muslim thing, I really, I'm really, oh boy, this is gonna get me canceled. Um, I feel like if you come to a country and you do not integrate socially and culturally, uh, when you plan on living here long term, I can understand. And when I say integrate culturally and whatever, I mean like you can still have your culture and whatever, but like you have to understand that the idea that you're you're when you come to a country you're signing up for their ideals as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I would not expect to go to Japan and live a a um, 
a uh, individualist life still. I would have to turn to a collectivist life because that's just the way it is, right? I could still probably enforce my morality boundaries in in the fact that if I worked at a company, I would not. I would not. I would not last long at a black company. Basically, they would not be able to do that shit to me, just because that's the way I am. I would get fired. That's just how it is. I would not. Mm-hmm. Suge- I would not subject myself to harming myself for a company. That's just the way I am. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would not be the dude on the train calling, saying, "Hey, you want another Hiroshima in fucking Japan?" That's that's fucking stupid. Okay, that's what I'm saying about the individual stuff. Now, when it comes to to, to Muslims. I feel like moderate Muslims that practice their faith privately are perfectly fine. The problem I have is, though, is that a majority of Muslim morals and customs are not compatible with Western civilization. And yeah, no, that's 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 known. That's been known for years. And if you demand people to respect your wishes in a public in a public state in a country that isn't predominantly Muslim, you're going to have a bad time. And it's not up to the people then to placate you. And I'm sorry, but I can't in good faith say that the Muslim religion is compatible with existing in Western countries. That's that's just, it's flat out. So 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 when Pierre Polyev made that comment about Muslim kids leave the Muslim kids alone, he he was talking about because during Pride Month there was massive protests from both Muslim and Christian communities because they were getting really uppity at the LGBT community. Yeah, I remember this because they were forcing the kids to stay in the school during the Pride Month to interact with pride oriented things now i also feel like christians would have a similar thing where they would be like we do not want to participate in this because we don't believe in transgenderism or whatever but i also but i think that the school is also like i feel like both sides are wrong i feel like the muslims have taken an extreme standpoint upon this uh, on 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 a case where instead of saying that they should have themselves respected that the school shouldn't be involved in that pushing that sort of thing schools are only should only be for knowledge not for ideology yeah no i agree with that um my 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 thing is is like here's the thing is like this is a very dangerous thing that yes that the and I, I don't want to say a specific community because really at the end of the day it's a community being used by a group of bad actors. Okay? That's I like think on both ends it's be it's been used yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think that the LGBT community is inherently dangerous. I don't think that. I don't I don't believe that i think that the lgbt community can coexist with muslim ideology i think that muslims you know islam is a really beautiful religion when you look at it It, the people in there some of them are the nicest motherfuckers you'll ever fucking meet i can say that like i feel like that's the exception to the rule i feel like i feel like the ones that are that usually leave the predominantly muslim countries are usually the moderates Mm -hmm. and the ones that stay are the the ones that are very strict yeah and now unfortunately i feel like even the moderates are 
still uh, yeah they can be nice people went up but man i just i can't agree with your beliefs man i'm sorry there's just too many things in islam and in the muslims and whatnot that is just not acceptable in this day and age like honestly i'm still a hardline stance in, in as a person that uh religion shouldn't exist at all there is no there, um, I wouldn't say, yeah, I would say logical. I think there's just, there is no logical need that there needs to be religion. Religion is a coping method for people with poor ability to deal with grander schemes. Fair enough. And that's just how I feel about that. And then, and then some religions like Islam and, and that, are worse than others there are some that are more acceptable and there's some that are just not acceptable at all and i honestly i'd probably bunch christianity in there with it as well they're both equally harmful in incredibly terrible ways yep that makes sense uh well, okay. So, like, here's the thing. It's like, I, I personally think that, like, yeah, you're right when you say that. But the main thing is just, like, at the end of the day, like, it, Sharia law is not compatible with Western values. Yeah, and okay. I also think you, you can't pull you can't you honestly you can't police what people believe in, unfortunately. No. Uh, like where I say that, you know, religion should be phased out. You can't enforce that. I just feel like it shouldn't be it should never it's, be in a knowledge center or in a government, and that yeah. needs to be a hard line. And yep. that's just something that has been ever blurred recently, especially when it comes to like Christian schools and then you know public schools pushing LGBT stuff like that. Like I'm on both. I'm on both ends where I'm just like neither should happen. I am. I am fine with like. I am fine with those kind of things. The thing is, is like my issue with. My personal opinion is is that like right now we're basically dealing with another religion. We're basically dealing with another group of people who have religious who are very religiously intolerant of others and their opinions. And that's it's basically yeah, that that is the yeah. what as has turned into. They turned into another religion, which is yeah. kind of oof. it's scary. It's fucking concerning. Mm-hmm. Now now uh, to talk about pure polemic again, um, the the main thing is like on top of like talking about like stuff like that, he actually has mentioned he has stood up in the constant like chamber House of Commons, okay? Because the way the Canadian government works, and he's constantly been bitching about like how the Canadian housing economy is and how all these things. So he's actually been trying to hold the government to task. And every single time the government goes, every single time the Trudeau or the Liberals and NDP will sit there and go, go. Well, we're trying to you're fix not, the problem. No, not they're not doing hard. it. No, it's very obvious. So it's it's kind of disheartening right now because you're wa- I'm actively watching like my country actively burn. And this I mean, like, I am too. I'm watching yeah. my company burn to the ground as well. Oh, the next oh, election oh, oh. is going to be holy god, dude! The ne- the election next year for us is going to be insane, and I don't know. I my I bet is the Republican nominee is either going to be Donald Trump or Vivek Ramaswamy. Uh, is that the guy from Florida? 
Nope. That's Ron DeSantis. I think Vivek is probably going to win. You think so? I think, well, okay. Vivek is basically Trump light, but Trump, 35-year-old Trump. And he's brown. I don't think he has a chance. I honestly think DeSantis is probably going to end up taking it. They're try- They're really smearing him, but I feel like he has a good chance. And I <laughs> hate it because he's oof, he's pretty bad, but... I think, like, I think it's either going to be Donald Trump or I honestly think it's going to be Vivek. I really, I really, 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 really wish they won't run Biden again. Well, like, here's the thing is like, is like right now, I'm pretty sure they're going to run Biden again. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, because he's an easy puppet. Oh, yeah, he's very easy. But like, I think that what they're, I think what the Democrats are trying to do is they're trying to get Trump off the ballot. Yeah, that's what the whole lawsuit is about, is to get him in jail, oh, to yeah. get him off the ballot so the Republicans won't want to back him. But the thing is, like, if he doesn't go to jail, the Republicans are probably going to back him. It's probably oh, going to yeah. be Trump. But if he goes oh, to yeah. jail, then I think it's going to be, like you said, Ramaswamy, or it's going to be if, DeSantis. And I've, I'm leaning to – it's going to – and I'm leaning it's going to be DeSantis. I would rather have the other guy because I think at least he's kind of like measured in the things he says. Like they've really tried to smear him as like a fucking crazy person, but he's not. He has some very like – normal views on things and i feel like he's barely on the right as it is anyway Mm -hmm. but like i don't know man it's i feel like it's so insane though like i said our next election is gonna be crazy and it all depends on who ends up being the republican primary i i honestly yeah like honestly like here's the thing it's like if let's say let's say Let's say it is Donald Trump. If it's Donald Trump, and the Democrat, well, no. If it's Donald Trump, you know the Democrats are going to try to remove him from the ballot. Oh, you yeah. know, oh yeah, they're going to they're going to try. And if they succeed, that's instantly like election interference. Mm-hmm. That's just election interference. That's stuff that you would see in like Russia. Oh yeah, and it's 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 really it's really funny because it's like, hey. I'm not a big politically. I don't – I'm not very into like – well, actually, I shouldn't say that. I am very much into politics. I like talking politics. It's fun. Um, but like I honestly I honestly think that um, what's going to happen is um, if, if Trump gets elected, America is going to fucking burn. And it's not even going to be like fucking like hard. It's just going to burn. It's going to be really bad. It's going to make the Summer of Love look like a fucking cakewalk. And you might see the Insurrection Act implemented. Mm, yeah. Things? Oh, but, man. It, but, it really worries me in a way. Because like, I know but, something crazy is going to happen if, if Trump ends up on the ballot. But here's the thing. It's like if Trump wins, that's also a sign that wokeism is losing. Yeah, if if he wins, definitely, and I, uh, but uh, I don't think I oh uh, I don't know I'm mixed. I feel like he can win, and I feel like he can't at the same time mm. because I feel like he's so divisive that the Democrats might actually be able to put out mm. enough of a showing to stop him in in polling, at least in. <laughs> the states that matter the most. Mm. Uh, But 
I feel like if they field somebody else, they have a better chance. Mm-hmm. Like, I think Ramaswamy would probably lose to Biden just because he doesn't have the same like pool. But I think DeSantis could win because he's like he's much more divisive, but he definitely lines up better with the Republican mm-hmm. states. Yeah. That and uh, like that and that and the other problem is is a lot of the states that have been voting Democrat, like especially like some of the big the big ones like New York and um uh Illinois, they have been like Chicago and Center City New York have had such a huge crime issue from voting Democrat. Like, you know the the Chicago mayor, right? They yeah. fucking they went from Lori Lightfoot to an even more radical defund the police person, and their crime is so fucking bad, and they're so pissed about it. The people are so mad because he did a huge bait and switch. Like he said, he was going to be hard on crime. He said he was gonna, all about bringing you know civility back to the whatever, and then instantly, as soon as he got in, he fucking made it even worse. He, here, here's the thing: is like I don't. My my personal opinion is. Hey, you know what? Leave. Get out. Get out of cities. Don't don't fucking be there. Yeah, so I feel like that if if the Republicans make enough enough of a showing in those cities and so do a hard on crime stance, it could swing this election real hard. That's they need to focus on what's important. And crime and just Inflation is like the biggest things here that people care about, and they have to run on that. They cannot run on on ideology bullshit. Yeah, that makes they just sense. can't. They just can't. Makes sense. Yeah. No. Uh, is that a podcast? I think that's a podcast. Sure. That's an hour and a half. Yeah, it's been. Yeah, that's pretty good. So, thank you, everyone, to listening to the black mind games podcast you can listen to us every week on black mind games you can also subscribe to us on your favorite podcast of choice thank you have a good day bye It's Brother Rayner with a steel chair. I was going to invite somebody, but they hopped offline, and I kind of knew that they were going to say no. So. Son of a bitch.
Have you played Titanfall 2 yet? Uh, forever and ever and ever ago. It's back. It's alive. You can join it. It's great. I heard because they fixed the fucking whatever with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's now good again. Well, I heard it was some kind of lobby bug or something, so... Ah, who cares? Uh, who cares? Okay. You know, it's still good. And I'm very concerned as one of the people I know went to college with transitioned and now their Facebook avatar is literally a VTuber. Good for them. Yeah, good for them. You know, it's not like mine is a... Hold on, let me find the picture. I'll, I'll send it to you. Not for mocking purposes, of course. Um, but yeah, that's that's their new avatar. And I guess I really shouldn't criticize considering that my Facebook avatar is literally... Uh, see, yes. This. So. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> You, you got the joke, didn't you? Mm-hmm. Oh, jeez. The other one I was going to do was I was going to do this one. But then I saw that and I was like, this is, this is just perfect. Yeah, no, the, the stocks go down is way better. <laughs> yeah. yeah who knew wall street bets was good for something on top of good investment advice <laughs> yeah totally oh hey i've made money off of their fucking stupid bets i'm pretty sure they're all investing in nvidia right now because ai oh my god nvidia apparently is only investing in that as well N Nvidia is like PC gaming hardware. Never heard of it. What, what's what's that? What's that? Why why would we do that? Okay, you see that pile of coke right there? Okay, that's all from AI. So that's what we're going to focus on. That pile of coke from AI. Anyways. Shall we sink and start the show? Uh, sure. We we you can bitch about politics all you want. Uh, I'm actually kind of glad that the person went offline because you know what? Like that makes it a lot easier for me when I I don't have to explain things and be like be like it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. <laughs> you go on a political rant. I'm so. going to try to be a good boy, okay? You can go on political rants. No, I'll be, I'll be good. I promise. Mm -hmm. All right, it's okay. Political rants are fine. Uh, sink in three, two, one. <laughs>